welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Grace Assembly of God Sermon Podcast. Grace exists to help people discover a life of purpose in Jesus Christ through discipleship and serving one another. If you would like additional information, visit us online at www.graceofbelair.com. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy this week's message. I'm really excited to introduce this next sermon series called Faith Is. And Sunday, last Sunday, was a great Resurrection Sunday. We had a powerful Easter sunrise service. It was a drive-in service with over four times as many people uh, driving up in their cars as what we would normally have. And so, and then we just had so many good comments from you and from different people that have tuned in to watch. And so uh, one of the things that I am really excited about is, is this new series. It's about the resurrection life, the faith life, the resurrection experience is made possible because of Jesus Christ being raised by the power of God from the grave. And so if you have your scripture this morning, you can follow along or you can follow along also as you watch us as this is being live streamed either on our Facebook or on our website at graceofbelair.com. Faith is alive. The first thing I want to share with you is found from the book of Colossians 13 and 14 of chapter 1. Faith is alive. Paul says this, that he has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Faith is alive because Jesus Christ has rescued us and transferred us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of of God, his own kingdom. And I love the way that the scripture puts it from the domain of darkness. Faith is alive in the domain of the kingdom of God. Faith is alive for you and for me because we have been raised with Christ through faith. Paul went on to write in Colossians chapter 2 verses 12 and 13, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you and he made me alive together with him, having forgiven us all of our transgressions. So today, because of the resurrection, the faith that God has in his domain, in his kingdom, is for you and for me. And can you imagine with me the life that he has planned for us and what things would change differently in your life if we live that life of faith that God has in his domain? The second thing I want to share with you today is this, that faith is from God. The writer to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11 said these words, 
Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Notice that. It's assurance, and it's the conviction of things not seen. For by it, men and women of old, they gained approval from God. By faith, we understand that the world's were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. And God's word goes on to say this, that without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith comes from God. God gives faith as evidence from his domain. It is not known by human capacities. You and I are spiritual beings, but until we come into the family of God, that's when God's word tells us that we are born again into his family. And when we're born again into his family, he makes our spirit alive. It's as though, it's as though the transmitter is turned on, and we are receiving what God has. So the evidence that God gives comes from his domain, but that evidence and assurance cannot be found anywhere else, cannot be found in the wisdom of this world, cannot be found from evil sources or from good sources. It only comes from God. And the wonderful thing about this is that God puts faith in our hearts. And when God puts faith in our hearts, it is different than just simply believing something or agreeing with it. But somehow it's down, I've heard someone say, down in our knower. It is that conversation, that coin of the realm from the household of faith or from God's domain that he speaks to our hearts. It comes from his spoken word to us. In Romans 10, 17 says this, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And what it does, this powerful resurrection faith that we receive when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ it empowers us to believe for great things and to do great things for God. Uh, in, I encourage you to read the entire chapter 11 of Hebrews. It's known as the great hall of fame of faith. It says, and Abraham, by faith, left his family and he journeyed by faith for several years, listening to the Lord, because he was looking for a city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. But that faith was counted to him as righteousness. And the writer goes on to say this, and by faith, even when Abraham was old and no longer able to procreate, by faith God did a creative miracle in his life and in the life of his wife Sarah, and by faith he believed God in hope against hope, and Sarah bore a child, their son Isaac. 
And so it empowers us to do these great things for God. And I want to ask you a question this morning. What can God do through you? What does he want to do through you as you draw near to him so that you can hear his word that's being spoken to your heart down deep in your very knower? The third thing that I want to share with you today is this experiencing the faith life. You might say, Pastor Paul, how can I experience this? I, I had faith when I believed the Lord Jesus Christ, and I, I believe now, I believe in his word, but how can I experience the faith that Jesus Christ made possible because of the resurrection and what God's word says that we have been made alive together with him by this faith. And so how do we do it? Well, first of all, you've heard me use the word God's domain. God's domain is where he rules. And we know that through Jesus Christ, the world was created, that everything in the world of creation holds together. He spoke it by his word. God said, let us make man, and he created mankind in his image. Let there be light, and the sun was formed. That's all by the power of his word. In his household, where he rules, he is all-powerful. But once we come into the household of faith, in his domain, God begins to speak to our hearts if we listen and draw near to him, and faith springs up in our hearts as never before. And church, I've got to tell you, I believe that this COVID-19, I believe part of this, God will use it for his own purposes. We know that all things, in all things, God causes those things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I believe so deeply that as Jesus Christ is building his church and as in the domain of God, the household of faith, the kingdom of God, the church is part of that. He wants his church to do great exploits of faith in him. I believe COVID-19 has shown us some things that we need each other, all generations, all uh, all races, all nationalities, all ethnicities, all demographics, we need each other in the body of Jesus Christ. But that body, when it is energized by faith in God, I believe that God is going to use his church in ways that we've not even begun to imagine. So Paul, the apostle, wrote this in Romans chapter uh, 10, verses 8 and 10. He said, but what does it say? The word, that's the word of God, is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. So let's apply this together. First of all, saving faith 
is the entrance to God's kingdom with all of its benefits. So if when we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we're saved. You will be saved. You say, Pastor, well, how, how do I have that saving faith? This is what I know. Because God's word is near you in your heart and in your mouth. And when God speaks to you and you realize your need of a Savior, and you say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. Lord, I want you to forgive my past. Lord, I want you to make me a new creation. I want to be born again. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I'm tired of other things ruling my life. Lord, I want your grace to come into my life. When you say that, that is saving faith. But until that is impressed upon you, until you come to that, that we, we're not born again. But when God puts that in our heart, and even today, if you'll say, yes, Lord, I want you to be the Lord and Savior of my life, when we, when we actualize or when we speak it, we obey it, when we confess it with our mouth, what God has put in our heart, it comes to pass. Now, once again, faith is not simply believing something. There's a lot of people that believe that there's a God. That, that's not faith, that's belief. There's a lot of people that assent to a truth. Yes, church is a good place to go, or obedience is a good thing, but, under, but knowing it and obeying it or walking in it are two different things. And so how do we experience it? The third thing is to cultivate your heart, the garden of your heart. God's word declares this, friend. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. That's not maybe God will draw near. That is absolutely 100% sure. As we draw near to God, God will draw near to you. Just as surely as when we call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. When we call as followers of Jesus upon his name, he hears us. That's the promise of his word. His ear is open. His eye is open to us. And so we can cultivate our heart by drawing near to the Lord. And he draws near to us with words of faith. When we practice the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, uh, at the beginning of this year, the Lord, I just felt, gave me instructions and gave me the faith to go on a, a fast, a spiritual fast, to begin this year. And the Lord said to me, I'm going to show you things that I've not showed you before. And as I began to practice the presence of the Lord in a deeper way and an intentional way every day, God began to take me places and show me secret places in his house that are not found outside the household of faith. But God got, uh, just allow me to draw so close to him and to fill my heart with faith. Here's, here's the deal. As we cultivate our, cultivate our heart and we draw near to God, that means that we come near to him. We have intimate conversations with the Lord. 
when we have intimate conversations with the Lord. God puts words of faith in our heart. He gives us instructions. He prompts us by the Holy Spirit. And he gives us faith to pray for things and faith to be obedient to the Lord. I'll share with you an example of how this has worked in my life several times, but one of the one of the earliest times was I was in the ministry. Uh, it was a very small church. Um, thank the Lord it grew, and, and we praise God for the wonderful friendships that we made there, as we have everywhere that we've been. But I had, I had a, a construction business. I was self-employed. Back in those days, I was, uh, I don't know, I guess too, too young, too strong to think that anything would ever happen to me, and so... Uh, and having babies wasn't expensive, so I don't even recall that we had health insurance. But I'll never forget one day on the job, I, I cut the ends off two of my fingers. And all of a sudden, the only income we had was just $75 a week that the small church was able to give us, and our major source of income was shut off. And what that did, the stress that that brought us under, there was no income, and I had to go to the physician or the chiropractor because an old football injury that was 10 years old where I had separated my shoulder, had never been healed, and I had a pinched nerve that would, that would act up under stress. It, would, it was absolutely incapacitating. I couldn't turn my head. I couldn't ride over any bump in the road. It was just, it was just terrible. And I didn't know what to do. And I was going to the chiropractor. That's one of the things I recommended. And I was using money that people, uh, old ladies in the congregation were sending to us at Christmas time. And, but I had to pay the bills. And I'll never forget after the second visit. And I went out into my pickup truck. And I was in the cab on that winter day in western Pennsylvania. And I was so discouraged. And I said, God, I don't know how I'm going to provide for my family I don't know when I'm going to be able to work. They're talking months and months, and I, I don't know. There's no unemployment. There's nothing else. I don't know what I'm going to do. I had reached the end of my capacity, and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, flooded into the cab, my pickup cab, and, and came to me, and I felt just the presence of God and the Spirit of God rebuked me and yet encouraged me at the same time. And he said, I want to heal you if you will allow me to heal you and trust me. And at that, I have to admit, even at that age of 27 or 28, hot tears came down my cheek and I said, Lord, in your powerful name, yes, Lord, heal me. And I felt the presence of the Lord just like warm oil came down over my neck and my shoulder. And that incapacitating illness or injury that I had suffered from for 10 years was instantly healed by confessing the words that Jesus had spoke to my heart. He instantly healed me and he permanently healed me in Jesus' powerful name. Now, how many know Faith is alive, and it's because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Praise his name. And I believe that God has something for you. As you draw close to him, as I draw close to the Lord, in his house, 
where we're not running away from him or we're not going down to the workshop to get away from anybody else, but we're together and we are practicing his presence, God is going to do something for you and he'll simply ask you to obey, to confess, to walk in the word that is near you in your mouth, but then he drops it in your heart. In just a moment, I want to pray for you. Do you want to truly experience the abundant faith that is alive because of Jesus Christ? Do you want to experience the life that God has for you? Agree with me in just a moment. Agree right now, wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you, and then I want you also to draw near to God. Just like the prayer of faith, you will be saved if you confess that. But we have to confess. We have to obey what the Lord has put in our heart. And secondly, today, do you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you want to come into his domain to experience a life-changing entrance into his kingdom? Forgiveness of sins? The past is wiped away. We become a new creation in Jesus Christ. Salvation comes and we're born again to a living hope. If that's you, pray with me this promise in just a moment. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, would you bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we praise you that we have been made alive together with Jesus Christ when we trust in his name. We thank you for the power of the resurrection, that all the promises of God find their yes and amen in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that, that the conversation, the communication, the coin of the realm in the kingdom of God is God speaking to us not only his comfort and his assurance, but new horizons of faith, strengthening our heart to believe him so that we can do exploits in the strong name of Jesus. Now, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, just give an emoji, if you would, a hand wave, or you can say, yes, I'm, I want the Lord's salvation today. Uh, I'm going to pray with you just now. And then you can also go to our website, graceofbelair.com forward slash ministries forward slash prayer. And there's a prayer request that you can fill out. Simply say, ask for some information I want to be saved today, or today I called on the name of the Lord. Would you contact me? And we'll be sure to follow up. Let's bow our heads and pray. Now, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we love you. And I pray for everyone, Lord, that today, I said, today is my day of salvation. I'm crossing the line of faith and trust. God has put it in my heart. I desire to be called a child of God. I am raising my hand. I am lifting my heart to the Lord. I'm confessing with my mouth, and I'm believing in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is risen from the dead. I receive him now in his strong and powerful name.